Hi, and welcome to the Confident Woman Podcast. I'm Rachel. And I'm Erin. And we're here to keep it real, raw, and what it means to be the confident woman. All right, ladies. Today on our podcast guest, we have Fabian Fredrickson. So I'm super excited to have her with us. She is a catalyst for solo business owners who seek to make the greatest impact they can in their work while creating certainty in their business. Yes, please and financial security in their lives. Also, yes, please. Um, So she believes that when women make their own money, and a lot of it, the experience of a profound feeling of safety in their life, allowing them to take up more space in their families, communities, and the world. Um, She's got over 20 years of experience as a founder of boldheart.com, also a mentor of tens of thousands of women business owners. Her company is Heatedly been recognized by the media and Inc. Magazine and has named it one of America's fastest growing private companies for three consecutive years. Um, so we're going to have a real fun conversation. I know it. She's a speaker. She's done a ton of like TED Talks, all that kind of fun stuff. So I think we're going to get a million little nuggets here for us. And I got my pen and paper ready to go. So thank you so much for calling in from like the other side of the world. Yes. Thanks for having me. I'm delighted to be here with you all. So excited. So first off, Rachel. Yes. No, I'm super, super excited now. No, we're all like struck like, what? I don't even know where to go with all this. So I'm so excited. So how did this start? All of a sudden, right? You didn't wake up and be like, I'm going to impact tens of thousands of people tomorrow, right? So could you kind of like give the backstory of kind of what led into you becoming this freaking amazing powerhouse? I I started like everybody else, not knowing what I was doing. I was unfulfilled in corporate, seriously unfulfilled. I'm pushing around paper, making other people money, doing things I don't believe in. And so I quit my corporate job and I decided to become a holistic nutritionist. Okay. And I get myself a Murphy bed in my apartment in Manhattan to create a consultation room with a, a bed in a wall. And I, I, you know, put together this really simple business card. Uh, I'm making every mistake in the book. Yeah. I thought, you know, you know, if I'm if if I could make money, if I could make 65k in corporate. I can make 65K myself or, you know, being yeah. that was so not the case. <laughs> and uh, it was it was really a series of dark night of the soul after dark night of the soul thinking, what have I done? The credit card companies are calling. I'm floating my business on credit cards. I'm floating my life on credit cards. My clients, like the handful of clients that I have yeah. are loving the results, but I just don't have enough of them. And I'm thinking I got to go back to corporate. But at this point, I've become unemployable because I've (laughs) tasted self-employment. There's no way I'm going back. And so I just had to dig deep and make the decision like, Fabienne, what are you going to do? Yeah. Uh, And it was figure out how to get clients. It was like, duh, you know, figure out how to get clients. And I just, I'll, I'll make a long story short, just just tried a whole bunch of things, took some free things, read some books, went to stuff. And for myself, because it was sheer desperation, I had to create a client attraction system for myself. So I did. And whatever worked, I put in this imaginary, this works box. And then, and then everything else, you know, the, the sleazy closing the sale formulas and the, and the go for the jugular, overly toxic, masculine way of business that it wasn't working for me. So I created a more feminine approach just for myself Mm -hmm. to getting clients. And I, 
from that moment, I filled my practice in eight months. Now, I didn't know that that's totally unusual. Uh, usually a practice gets filled in three to four years, sometimes even more. So I created this client attraction system for myself and then other people started asking about it. And I'm like, no, I teach nutrition. You're a nutritionist. I'm not gonna, like, what do you mean you wanna work with me? Yeah. Uh, a year later, the, there was a line out the theoretical door and I changed my business to business coaching and I started teaching my client attraction system to other people, first in the holistic health era, uh, arena, and then all sorts of people started coming out of the woodwork. And, and at every new level of income, I experienced a new devil. Mm-hmm. So there was the, the, you know, the new devil of get, getting to 5K a month, then getting to 10K a month. And I just like pressing up against the ceiling. And then, and then, and then I've learned so many things along the way, which I teach now in our business programs about how to get to 10K, 20K, 50K, 100K a month, like women, like almost exclusively women who never thought they would make a million or more in their business, who have kids. I have three kids. I did all of this with three kids at home. I know, Erin, you just had a a child. Like (laughs) the, the, the thing is that I didn't and neither did my ladies ever, ever dream that they would make this amount of money. So the whole point of that is that we have to stretch our vision and we have to shift our mindset at each new level that we want to create bigger impact, uh, more money. I mean, let's just talk about money. There's nothing wrong with talking about money. Um, Every time we want to get to a higher level, we need to work on the the beliefs, the self-image, who like our deserving, our worthiness, how big we are allowing ourselves to have it and where do we stop and why? Yes. Oh, so many good nuggets already. This is from the get-go and and I'm super pumped about it because it's like, you know, I think for women, we all kind of experience this at different levels, but it's, it's like you said, you know, new level, new devil. And I think for many women, we kind of hang out at that same level. And we don't know what to do and how to up level that. And so either we stay stuck or maybe we, you know, go back to what was comfortable before. So I love that you just took that on. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of reasons. So, Mm -hmm. you know, there's a lot of uh, masculine stuff out there. Right. And I'm coming at it and hoping to give value today, coming at it from the feminine perspective. And here's why the... The, the masculine has been rewarded, especially mm-hmm. in the last, mm-hmm. last 5,000 years, right? right. So we, we've just shown up in business in the last 50 years, if that. Right. Uh, and, and we have been socialized to wait for the permission. Mm-hmm. Uh, women all the time say, Fabian, I want permission to, to raise my rates. I want permission to do that, which I really want to do. I, I, they're waiting for the permission train to arrive because that's who we've been taught to be in the world. And when they realize that the permission train isn't coming, it's never coming. You have to give yourself permission to succeed. You have to give yourself permission to be a badass in your business and also have a supremely high quality of life and be a good mama and have a a marriage where you don't emasculate your husband when you start making more money than he does. And it's you, you give yourself that 
And when that happens, and when you're in the company of other women who've given themselves permission, but who aren't trying to be masculine, they're just trying to be themselves, but successful, and trying to have their version of whatever all means to them, you start seeing some some women creating things that they never even dreamt for themselves even in their quiet moments, because they see it possible again and again and again and again. It's like, wow. So it's possible for her, 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 and her. Why can't it be possible for me? And that opens up a whole new world of possibility. Yes. Yes. So true. And, and we, you know, I think it, you know, what you said with women, we're relatively new in this industry, right. You know, just being self-employed, going after what we want. And I think for many of us, like, is it just ingrained that we have to operate at this masculine energy or is it, you know, more so if we want to have the life we desire, we have to kind of go at it as just, you know, teeth gnarling, like it takes whatever we got to do in the constant hustle and grind mode. You know, so so I guess my question would be, if you don't even realize you're operating in that, what would be a contrast to how to kind of slow down and, and really operate into your feminine lane? So maybe if you can give our listeners a couple of examples, because sometimes we don't even know what that we even have a lane, right? And that is that is exactly where the where in uh, lies the rub is that we have it's kind of like trying to tell a fish that it's in water; it doesn't realize that it's mm-hmm. in water. So we have been socialized, once again, in in this world where everything that is a masculine energy is rewarded. Mm-hmm. And so let me give you uh, an example. Masculine energy, and I don't mean that you have to be a man. There are plenty of women who have masculine energy. The masculine energy or the yang of yin yang or yin yang, whatever you want to call it, is that of solo. It is about achievement. It is about getting the prize. It is about competition. It is about uh, transaction. It is, I may have said ambition, but if not, I'll say it. The female energy is less about doing and more about being. It is about collaboration, not competition. It is about intuition. It is about feeling. It is about loving, compassion. So you have doing versus being. You have action versus intuition. You have pushing versus pulling. And what happens is the because the masculine has been rewarded for so long, we who want to, who have ambition, we're like, well, okay, so unknowingly, we've witnessed this throughout our whole upbringing, that if you want to get ahead, if you want to be respected, you start doing and you start being busy and you start pushing and you start being more of these masculine and energy traits. Now, here's where um, it doesn't work. And I did, I've done Uh, seminars, day-long seminars all over the world about this called uh, Your Business, Your Way, the more feminine approach to unprecedented uh, results and money. And the reason it doesn't work for most women is that we forget that we have all this feminine energy power, which is to listen to our intuition, which is to collaborate and talk with others before we dive in, which is this collaboration, doing marketing with 
authenticity, integrity, and love instead of uh, going for the jugular, right? So when we try to do things in an overly masculine way, like going for the jugular or, or taking rather than giving, it starts to feel creepy or strange or just not right. So when women don't go out there and network, it's because it doesn't feel right. When they are afraid to sell from the stage the way that they've been taught by the masculine programs out there, it doesn't feel right. When they want to anything really, there's a disconnect. And so they don't go out there and network, market, speak. They don't run their teams the way men do. And so they just stay small. So they so realize that things. that way is rewarded, but if only that way is rewarded, there is no other way. And what I not solely, but this is this is my gig, my jam, is to have you be massively successful while being more feminine. To not always be busy, 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 busy. You're talking to two busy, 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 busy. I know. I get it. I yeah. get it. <laughs> Very much so. I mean, I'm sitting there taking all these notes and just really resonating with it because it's like, I mean, I don't know if you can see my book in the background, Chasing Perfection. Totally masculine operating, right? Chasing, yeah, chasing right. masculine energy, right? Right. And so I, you know, coming through my story, I, I realized that I needed to step more into my feminine energy. And I really, at the time, I was like, I don't even know what that means. Does that just mean like, you know, and so I kind of had this like, uh, like thought and idea of what feminine energy was. And it didn't resonate with me because I had been operating at such a masculine speed for so long that femininity almost meant defeat. And so yes. I almost had ridiculed. Right. Because I was like, everything well, feminine is ridiculed. Right. And, and it, so, of course, it was just, you know, learning to step into that. As you said, it created more and it gave you more power in that in the present. Because I think for for women, when we're operating that masculine, we're constantly, again, in that hustle and grind mode that we were focused on the doing that in the present is the being aspect. And that's where all that magic happens. That's where we have to let go and surrender and really step into the present moment so that we can create, we can cultivate, we can collaborate and do all the things that we're trying to forcefully do. And then we get frustrated because we're not getting the results, right? Does that really resonate with it? Absolutely. And and I want to give you a pragmatic, because we're talking theory now, but Mm -hmm. I want to give you a pragmatic, practical example of how to Start doing business in a more feminine way and you will see the results will come. Hmm. So if you look at being a woman, you know how we shop, okay? We love to buy. Am I right? Mm-hmm. We love Very to buy. Very much, yes. <laughs> we hate to be sold to, okay? So you are in the you know changing room at the department store and you're tw- trying on white pants and the salesperson is practically climbing into your room and she, and she tells you, those white pants look so good on you. You should get them. And you're like, stop lying to me. We all know these pants don't look good on me. I should not buy these, right? But should the pants look good or should the person say, you know what? That might not be the right cut for you, but here is the right cut for you. What do you think? Let's collaborate. Let's talk about it. All of that. First of all, you're going to trust her a lot more. Am I right? Right. And you, once the pants look good, you are going to want to buy two of them, but you don't want to be sold into it. And so that may be kind of a silly example, but let's extrapolate that to your business. So 
especially 98% of my clients are women. So I've had 21 years of dealing with the, the female mentality as it comes to buying and selling. Women want to buy. They don't want to be sold. They can, you know, they, they're used to going to the mechanic and being afraid to be sold something that they don't actually need. So the way that men sell to other men, it does not work here. The what women want and how women want to market, believe it or not, is with love. I know how kooky that can sound, okay? But uh, stay with me. If you think about every single person on the planet and you were to say to each of those people, could you use some more love in your life? I have yet to meet anybody who would say, no, I could, I, I would rather not have any more love in my life. Even when a person feels loved in every area of their life, they'll take more love. They'll take more friendship, more companionship. The, the sad thing is most people don't have, some people don't even have love in their own home and, and nobody sees this, right? So everybody wants more love. Everybody wants to feel heard, seen, special, significant, understood. They want to feel that you've heard them, that you know them, and that you can help them. And once they feel that from you, once you give and give and don't try to take, once you are incredibly valuable in their life, they'll give you an unsolicited monopoly. You can have all. I, I will do one-stop shop with you because the trust is there and the safety is there. So when you're marketing to women, and you want them to buy for years to come. It's not unusual for people to work with me for five, six, seven years. Because once they're, they're, they, they feel seen, heard, significant, understood, and dare I say even loved, they're here. And you don't have to convince them. You don't have to do a hard sell. You just have to love them to success. Mm. Whether you're teaching them marketing, whether you're teaching them uh, personal growth, whether you're, you're, you're doing nutrition. Beautiful. And, and it's so true, right? I mean, if we're putting ourselves in our customer's shoes, what do we want? And that's kind of what we gravitate and, you know, the, the whole attraction aspect of it is that, you know, we want all those things. So yet, why are we as a business person projecting the opposite? So very good. I mean, I loved, I love all of this. I'm writing down so many notes as well. So I guess. When we're talking like from a business standpoint too, if you could kind of elaborate on, because I think sometimes women like that, what you're talking about, I totally, yes, all those things. Um, but seems kind of like a long-term strategy where sometimes with women are in business, right? Sometimes they're like, like you were saying like, holy crow, like, I don't want to go back to my corporate job. I need to build. I need to build. So I think sometimes people get in that panic mode. Right. And that's where maybe that masculine energy comes. Cause they have that, that need, right? Like I need to make money right now. I have to do this. So I guess number one, I would say you probably shouldn't just I don't know. I have, I go back and forth in my head. I think true entrepreneurship is like, give it all up and go. But then I also think there's that smart, like be financially responsible, keep your job while maybe you're building something so you can maybe okay. give that more. I have many thoughts on all of this. Okay. Okay. Is I always tell people stay as long as humanly possible <laughs> in your job and collect a paycheck while you work on your website, while you start going yeah. to that networking group, while you build your, your, 
following on and FB and, you know, LinkedIn and everything, like keep that paycheck coming. And this is what I did. I, I, I would see clients, my nutrition clients. My first one was at 7.30 in the morning. And then I duck out for lunch and do a one hour health consultation. And then like seven o'clock, eight o'clock at night, I did whatever I could. I worked on evenings and weekends in the beginning. That's fine. Especially because I was single at the time. So there was no, um, you know, safety. Bedtimes and nap times. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, I mean, I know that. I know that. You know, I have a teen, three teenagers now, but that was my life building up to a million. They were all little. The second thing is that you can use your masculine energy. Mm -hmm. The the key is we've been taught to only get, if we want to hustle, we just stay in our masculine energy. The problem is we deplete quickly and we burn out because there's no uh, recuperation time. If the oil lamp wants to shine, it needs to be fed with oil. Mm-hmm. And if you're running on empty, you can't do anything. So this is what I, I teach our ladies to do is to play between both. Yeah. When you, you know you can absolutely go use your masculine. I have fa- fantastic examples of like winning over big sales against guys who thought they were smarter than me because I yeah. flip into my masculine for just a moment. And then I flip back into my feminine just to show like... Can I say what I really want to say? In that moment, I showed them who's boss. And then once they had my respect, I could go back, their respect, I could go back into my feminine. So play with the two. Just don't stay in the masculine all the time. And and for that matter, don't stay in the feminine all the time. There is time for hustle. Absolutely. Everything in nature, yin and yang, everything that is yin and yang works together well. And that is for you too. Yeah. And it, and it's so true because you find it yourself when you're in that, it's almost like this dynamic flow instead of like the constant forcing and feeling like there's a resistance in, in, you know, the sustainability of operating in one mode for so long, like you said, burnout, exhaustion, you know, defeat, whatever, whatever it looks like for that individual. So I, I want to learn more about how to get out of your own way. Once that woman recognizes like, oh, that's me, you know, I've, I've been in that operational mode and, you know, I'm, I'm ready to shift gears. So what are some ways that you know, really for that woman that to create mindset shifts that produce those immediate results and give them that quick win. Because I think ultimately that's kind of what we're looking for while we're operating that masculine is we want a quick win that tells us we're on track and to keep doing what we're doing because it's giving us some sort of a result. Yeah. So I've been teaching a process called uh, the mindset process. I've been doing a mindset retreat. This is my 15th time doing a three-day event all about helping women get out of their own way and create big business. And the first thing we do is we stretch their vision of what they believe is possible. So if you remember just a few minutes ago, I said most of the ladies never thought that they would make 10K a month, let alone 50 or 100K a month. The belief in what is possible starts with the visioning process. Okay, so most people, especially women who get into business, they're just looking to, to cover their margarita money to, you know, uh, just make some money on the side. They don't actually have aspirations of making big money. I know I didn't in the beginning and maybe it, everybody opens up their, diff, their business for a different reason. I wanted freedom and to do some impact. And I just wanted to make 65K a year. If I could just make what I used to make at Food and Wine Magazine, I'm cool. Mm-hmm. And... 
if we were to look at, wait, you can actually make a whole lot more. So the whole idea, the first step of getting out of your own way is stop showing up to play small. And that means like find a way to believe that you are like commit to succeeding, commit to a certain vision for yourself. By when do you want to make 100K? By when do you want to be at six figures? Is that a goal for you? Most people don't go in it that way when they're when they're a woman. So dream a bigger dream is the number one thing. It doesn't sound like it's rocket science. It's like Fabian, like, okay, give us something more practical. But this is actually massively practical because this takes us to step number two is to really look at the resistance inside. And I'll explain this. If you go in with a very simple goal, Like, I just want to make 50K a year. And listen, for a lot of people, 50K is a lot of money a year. I get that. I'm not poo-pooing that. But if you go in at 50K a year, just to use a round number, from where you are, it's not going to be that much of a stretch. So you're not going to have to really dig deep and become a different person. There's not enough pull. But once you say, okay, I'm going to be at 100K or I'm going to be at, at 20K a month, then this challenges all of your beliefs and your existing self-image, okay? Self-image is who you see yourself to be in your mind's eye. So do you see yourself as being the person who makes 20K a month? You know, that person has to answer. Uh, No. Uh, Issues of deserving, issues of uh, being good enough, imposter syndrome, fear of success, What will happen if I do? What will happen if I try and don't make it? Fear of failure, fear of being found out, fear of feeling like a fraud, fear of it being taken away from from you. Feel uh, just these beliefs of, you know, it's okay for her, but not for me. I'm not equipped. I don't have what it takes. I don't want to make more money than than my husband because what will that do? Uh, I don't want to become overwhelmed and not have time for my children. You see, like all these things that are happening on the subconscious, which is the mindset, uh, will get in the way of you reaching that big goal. So the first step to getting out of your way is to stretch your goal and then examine what comes up in terms of resistance, the beliefs, the fears, the image, the rules. The, the procrastination, the, the resistance to taking action, all of that stuff. And once you get clear on those and you remove those, then you're going to take big action. And that's about how do you show up as disciplined? How do you show up as consistent? How do you stay accountable to your goals? I know this sounds like a lot. We do it in three days, but just talking about it for three minutes is like, oh my God, that's such a lot of work. <laughs> but it's not a lot of work if somebody takes you through the process and you're doing it with hundreds of other women at the same time. Right. And and I'm sure doing it with all the other women in there is just as empowering, right? Because it's like you're in that energy, the collective space, that energy of women just becoming better versions of themselves. And 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 it's so right. Like it does sound like so overwhelming because it's like we can't even get past like our own thoughts or the the vision seems so small that we don't even see ourselves possible. So I love that you're bringing this. I mean, three-day event like this is just so impactful. Amazing. Yeah, You cannot create a change with the same mindset that created the problem to begin with. You need a new mindset to shift the result that you created with your old mindset. And 
transformation doesn't happen when we're in isolation. Transformation only happens when we are witnessed by others. It's like you can't give yourself a really, really good haircut. You need somebody else to see all that you cannot see to then point it out to you and help you do the things that you don't know that you don't know how to do. Yes. Right. Oh, so many good things. And so like once once you're kind of in that space, you know, it kind of leads me to, to I guess my next question is, you know, women, I think, you know, that that hustle is really we're looking for that money. Like, how do we get to the next thing? How do we build security? How do we get to stability? How do we provide for our families? And so, you know, again, operating in that reward mentality of masculinity. So how can women, once they kind of start making this shift and, and start seeing the dreams bigger and what's possible for them to kind of step in and, and become what we call like a money magnet and just really embracing what is possible without the longevity of that, you know, constantly working around the clock all the time and, you know, sustain it too. Mm -hmm. The way to become a money magnet is multifold, but we'll start with, again, your, we'll start with your wealth consciousness. What do you believe about money? If you answer the question, people with money are, what is the answer? Money is, what is the answer? Not the answer you think you should say, but the answer that comes from how you were raised, how your money mindset was programmed before the age of seven. If you understand that before the age of seven, as a child, you are sponge to whatever you are being presented. And I'll give you an example that you might relate with uh, if you have children. When my daughter, Claire, who's now 18, and I was teaching this mindset retreat thing that I do, the three-day thing, it was super interesting that she came to me one day and she said, Mama, is Dora the Explorer real? And I said, no, sweet pea, she is a character. She's an illustration. It's kind of like a book. It's a drawing. So I saw her like look to the side, kind of like to file that away in her, you know, five-year-old head. And then the follow-up question was, Mama, is Oprah real? <laughs> and I said, yes, Oprah is real. She is a woman who has a TV show. She lives in Chicago, da, 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 da. And what that really solidified for me is obviously to us, Dora and Oprah, we know what's real and what's not. A child under the age of seven cannot differentiate mm -hmm. because they haven't gone to the age of reason. The age of reason starts at age seven. And so the whole point of this is what we witnessed as a child around money. Did our parents have money? How was money spoken about at home? Did money cause fights? Did we always have enough? Or did we never have enough? Did we have too much and we didn't want to let other people know that we had it? Did people come banging down our door to get money? Like whatever our money story is, has shaped what we now uh, look at our wealth consciousness, our money story, our money consciousness. So why is that important today? Because how you were programmed around money as a child is driving all of your money behaviors today, your money habits, your money stories, how you show up. If you believe that money only comes from hard work, you will work yourself to the bone because that's 
how you you see that's your rule around how money is made. Conversely, if you always had money, money always came to you. If it wasn't there, you always found the way. Then money money comes to me easily from lots of different directions without me having to work hard for it. The whole point about this is that the programming that you received as a child around money is not there for life. You have the choice to change it. So I do a thing called the Money Magnet Club. People can look it up, right? It's a process by which over a period of three months, we have that big stretch goal. I call it the big, hairy, audacious revenue goal that you want to make in 90 days. So for stretching that, there are women who have said in 90 days, I'm going to make 90,000. And then they reached it. And then it's about examining your wealth consciousness. And it's about reversing all the things that aren't working for you in terms of, again, your beliefs, your rules around money, your fears around money, your self-image about people who have money and those who don't, all of that. And once you've dealt with the mindset around money, it's about money actions. It's about money hustle. It's about what three to five actions will you take every single day without fail? So that's this uh, challenges your level of consistency, your level of discipline, and your willingness to do whatever it takes to bring the money in. And what I want you to know is that no matter what amount of money you want to bring in, if you begin to live in accordance with what's called the universal laws or the the spiritual laws of uh, abundance and affluence, you can make that money. And this is why I'm, I feel like I'm a poster child for women making their own money and lots of it. And it's not out of your control. It's not because you're a woman. It's not because you have kids and, and uh, you're a single parent. It's not because you're young or you're old. Everyone can make money once they understand the, the game of life, how to take metaphysics, quantum physics, law of attraction, if you will, and get clear about what you want and then remove all the resistance and the wrong programming, and then go take the actions. It's always vision, beliefs, and action. Oh, so many good, good nuggets here. Uh, you know, and, and this is so true, like in your, like your program, it's, I think having that belief system overall is what had gotten us, like you said, to where we're at. And if we want something bigger and more and desirable, we have to change everything that we've ever believed. And it's like just wiping the slate clean, right? Like just reprogramming your iOS operating system in a sense. And so you do that with women through your money magnet course or program, which is three, three month program. And you walk them through that. And in that, you're also working through that mindset belief system as well, right? So that's, you, you kind of have two, two programs or two courses or something like that. Is, is, uh, so how would somebody directly work with you? Is it through that one-on-one or is it through, you know, a summit or a workshop or whatever? So maybe there, you could tell our listeners. Yeah, there are a lot of different options. There, you, they can go to boldheart.com and start getting some of the free stuff that's there. I'm doing it exactly the way that I mentioned it in the past. It's not about getting something. It's about starting with giving, 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 giving. That's how you build trust. So any woman listening can go to boldheart.com, just get some of the free stuff there. I have a book called The Leveraged Business. 
how to go from overwhelmed at six figures to seven figures with your life back, even if you are not at six figures yet, the Leveraged Business Book will help. There's a bunch of free videos, series, and downloads and assessments on theleveragedbusinessbook.com. And then you follow me on social media or Money Magnet Club. There's a whole bunch. We can start a conversation, but the whole idea is that it starts with a decision, Rachel. Mm -hmm. I think people are waiting to take action to see the how. This is humanity is what I teach at the Mindset Retreat. Humanity is like, I'll commit to that big vision once I see the how. Once I see the whole path laid out uh, in front of me, I will decide whether I want to take the path. What's really interesting, if you're at all spiritually inclined, is that the universe works in a diametrically opposed way. The universe is waiting for your commitment, your decision to be successful. And on an energetic and vibrational level, once the universe or God, goddess, the all that is, spirit, whatever you label you put on it, once that that energy feels your commitment, the how is laid out in front of you like a scavenger hunt. You won't see the whole staircase. You will see the next right step and the next right step and the next right step should you stay in faith. And this is what I would say to every single person listening here is you do not want to do this in isolation. And here's why. Your monkey mind, your ego, your your whatever, your small self, will talk you out of it at every turn. The minute it gets hard, see, I told you, it's okay for them. It's not for you. Don't do this. When you get in a community, like we have the Bold Heart Business Program, once you get into the community of hundreds of other women who are on the path with you, who are uh, having big wins and inspiring you, and sometimes they have you know down days and they're waiting to be pulled up. When you are working this process with hundreds of other women, and when one says, you know, I don't, just don't think I'm cut out for this, then all of them turn around and say, you've got this. We believe in you. You're not letting go. You're not giving up. We've got you. Now dust yourself off and try again. And when, this is the collaborative piece. Remember I started saying the masculine energy is a solo energy and we are a collaborative community energy. When you start to doubt yourself on the path to that greatness, whatever greatness means to you, maybe it doesn't mean seven figures. Maybe it's like, I just need, ladies, I just need to get to 5K a month so I can leave my deadbeat husband or I can pay for, you know, I can, I can pay for a vacation to go to Greece with my friends, whatever the, whatever the thing is, when you are in the company of lots of other fabulous women who are also walking the path, you've got their back, you're encouraging them, you're sharing your resources with them and they're doing it vice versa. We can do anything. Mm. Yes. Because without our sisters and a, and a couple of good brothers, mm-hmm. uh, we, 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 can't, we can't do as much on our own as we can with, with being surrounded by others. And that makes all the difference. Absolutely. I mean, this, so, this is, I'm, I'm so grateful for this interview. Like you're just filled with so much nuggets and wisdom and all the stuff that you're giving out to our audience. And, you know, this message is so, so, so needed. And I think for women, it's almost like we just need, like you said, the permission, but we almost need the validation to be permitted to do it. Because sometimes we think we want it and we're telling ourselves, yes, but if you have one person, one woman that says, I believe in you, 
that's all it takes to spark, right? Can you imagine having hundreds every day? Absolutely. I mean, it's stuff that makes you cry. Yeah. Like of like, really? Like for, so this is, I want to say this to our listeners, for, for every naysayer, small thinker, cynical, skeptical person in your life, who every time you share your dream, they're like, who do you think you are? You know, don't get too big for your britches. Uh, what did, what is what you have not good enough? Are you going to leave us little people behind? Like for every person like that, you need at least five super friends, other entrepreneurial women who are badasses, but they might not look like it on the outside. They just have something on their heart. They have a bit of ambition and they're trying to fight without knowing it. They're trying to deny the smallness that we've been socialized to think we are. Mm-hmm. And it's it's at least one to five. Because when you have that, you, you the, that little voice inside that says, not me, what is this? This is crazy. What am I even going after? I'm good with what I have. That voice starts to get smaller and you start to think, you know, I don't know. Let's just give it a try. Uh, what is it that Brene Brown says that dare greatly? Like, mm-hmm. let's just, let's just try. I am not alone anyway. So let's, let's all try together. If it works, we'll celebrate together. And if it doesn't work, we have these great friendships. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Uh, I, I just want to thank you so much for being on, uh, you know, our, our podcast and just adding so much value to our listeners. And I know that so many are probably, you know, just like, just in awe, like how we are. We're kind of like speechless to be honest with you. This is, this is a rarity for us because we're usually like, yes, you know, but we're taking it all in. And I think, you know, your message is so needed and you know, how, how can women just really, um, again, you kind of touch base on a couple of the websites here and there, but how can they, you know, find out more about you, um, you know, through your platforms, through your websites, uh, your books, your courses, your programs, everything. So if you just have, you know, kind of bring it to a, a conclusion here as to how we can get in touch. Yeah, there are a couple things. Okay, so if if there's a woman who wants to feel more worthy, uh, I think you might, uh, because you asked about uh, getting out of your own way. I wrote a book called Embrace Your Magnificence. And it's uh, get out of your own way and live a richer, fuller, more abundant life. This is not written necessarily for entrepreneurial women. It's written for all women. um, But all of my entrepreneurial ladies uh, keep it on there nightstands and they read it again and again. So embrace your magnificence. And of course, there's the leveraged business, but you can find me on Instagram, on Facebook at Fabienne, on Instagram at Fabienne Fred and on Facebook and LinkedIn as Fabienne or Fabienne Fredrickson. But best place to go is boldheart, boldheart.com. Wow. Well, thank you so much. Uh, we're just, again, just, I mean, grateful for, you know, starting our morning with you and just being in the presence and it's just really radiating. And I know as soon as we're off our call, I'm just going to read through all these notes because I was skimming through and jotting them down. So it just jam packed with so much goodness. So I'm excited for our listeners to hear this and just sharing it with our community as well. So thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. I think it's a powerful message if, if uh, because very few people are talking about just how deeply worthy and powerful women are and they don't even realize it. And once you get a glimpse of it 
and you activate your potential for greatness, which is the name of my TED Talk, but that's another thing, right? Just look up Fabian Fredrickson TED Talk. Once you can understand your worth and your, your incredible wonderfulness, divinity, wonderfulness, you will start believing in that more than in all the internal voices or the external voices that say that you're not worth um, what you think you're worth and then anything is possible. Wow. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the Confident Woman podcast. For more ways to connect with us, check out our Facebook group. It's the Confident Woman on Facebook. There's a ton of amazing ladies in that group that you can connect with as well. My Instagram is at Aaron underscore travels for life. Make sure you go ahead and follow that and follow Rachel as well. What is yours, Rachel? You can follow me on all social medias at I am Rachel Brooks. Awesome. Thanks so much. Look forward to checking you next week.